Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With Michelle Smallman filling in for Jamie Rivers, I'm Anthony Stalter. Tonight at Enterprise Center, the Blues will welcome back Vladimir Tarasenko and the New York Rangers. And the man on the call tonight, of course, is going to be Chris Kerber, voice of the Blues, right here for the Blues Radio Network 101 ESPN. Kerbs, Jamie asked me, asked me this question yesterday. He said, do you think that Vladimir Tarasenko is going to receive a similar ovation to the one that David Perron got when he returned with the Wings, I said he'll get a good ovation. It'll be a worthy one because Blues fans know what Vladimir Tarasenko meant to the organization. I don't think it comes anywhere close to the ovation that he got, that Perron got. But you know the atmosphere better than I do. What do you think? I'll be surprised if it's not close or very similar, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I, I think Vladimir gave 11 really good years to the St. Louis Blues. I know a couple towards the end were, were injury riddled but he came back in his final year with the team had 82 points and you know I, I think I think people understand a player may be wanting a different path in life after 10 years with an organization I think it's fair that a player asked for that too to be honest with you so um, I, I fully expect with the excitement that he gave uh, with the hype that it was like when he first came into this organization and they were waiting for him to come over I, I, I would expect a very similar ovation to be honest with you. Curbs, what do you think about Vladdy's new team, the New York Rangers, as they get ready to go to the playoffs? Oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, Patrick Kane was out last night injured. Uh, they, they've got some guys that could obviously put the puck in the net. You know, it's been interesting to watch Nico Mikola play in a second pairing with Jacob Truba. You know, it shows that uh, he's got that ability there. So that that has kind of been fun to watch. They've got the goaltender in Shesterkin, you know, and, and last year they went to the conference finals. So, you know, it's a team that uh, a number of years ago sent a letter to all of their season ticket holders, and they said, look, we're going to go in a rebuild process, and they did. They missed the playoffs for a few years. Now, what's fascinating, Michelle, is this. They had the second overall pick, and then they had the first overall pick. And to be honest with you, I'm not so sure they hit with either one of them. And if you talk about a team that struggled, you know, and then, and then gets bad enough to get a first and a second overall pick, but in, in 2019, they took Capocacco second. He's only got 97 points in 235 games. Then the next year in 20, they took Lafreniere first overall. Now, he's only 21 years of age. He's got 91 points in 212 games. But it hasn't really played much higher than their third line. So they built this team around Chris Kreider. They built the team around Zabenejad. They got the defenseman in Fox from Carolina. They've got a goaltender. We'll see if those other two young players eventually grow into their own, but they're having success right now without those two players being all that impactful. Curbs, going back to the Vladdy trade, did you, as we sit here right now on, on April 6th, 
could you have imagined a situation where Sammy Blay has been more productive for the Blues than Vladimir Tarasenko for the Rangers? No, and to be honest with you, I say that even not expecting Vladdy to be all that productive for the Rangers, uh, you know, in, in terms of how they might use him and things. So, uh, I know, look, Sammy Blay has been terrific in his return, you know, to the St. Louis Blues. And, you know, the amazing thing about that is for him to sit here and right now basically be sitting on 19 points in, in 27 games, uh, he's getting now, now, in all fairness, he's getting five minutes more a game average ice time than he was with the New York Rangers. He's playing up in the lineup. He's getting some power play time. He's getting opportunities that even, frankly, before he left the St. Louis Blues in the trade to Butchnevich, he wasn't getting here. So Sammy Blaze benefiting on the fact that the Blues are a little depleted up front, and he's doing what he's supposed to do, though, isn't he? He's taking advantage of it. He's taking full advantage of it. So I think you have to applaud what Sammy Blaze is doing here and, uh, and, and hope that that's a spark into next year. Curbs, I wanted to ask you about the topic that we've been talking about all day regarding the Cardinals and Ali Marmol being vocal through the media about Tyler O'Neill and his effort. We've seen Craig Bruby be very candid about what he thinks about his team and sometimes his players. But as somebody who's covered sports and hockey for a long time, what did you make of a manager being so pointed about a player's effort through the media? Well, it, it's got a couple of tentacles to it for me, Michelle. I think there are some really good similarities. Now, the good thing is you hear, and, and, and if, if you check in with people around the team, Ali Marmol did have the conversation, too, with Tyler O'Neill in private and did so before they met the media. So that, that to me, is the ultimate. That is the key here in this one. If you come out and you do what he did and you kind of blindside the player, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not for that at all. So much like Craig Berube, Craig, Craig Berube hasn't really blindsided anybody at any point. He's just real blunt saying, no, this guy just needs to be better. You know, and, and I think Ali Marmol is, is setting a real tone in his second season as manager of what he wants. So I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Where, where I kind of raise an eyebrow is, is on the fact that if, if, if you're going to do that, I wanted to see Tyler O'Neill in that lineup the next night if he wasn't hurt. You know, if, if you're going to do that, I think you give a young player a chance to rebound and get back at it. You don't, you don't continue the quote-unquote punishment or what, whatever the thought process is. So that's, that, that to me is number one. Then, to be honest with you, and I may be on my own island here, but I think Marmol has a lot to prove. You know, you're still talking about a very young and, for the most part, inexperienced manager. Uh, He's been given a pretty good baseball team. Uh, There's no doubt the pressure's on, especially after the managerial blunder of Game 1 of the playoff series last year and what I believe to be a pretty big blunder where you're managing with with the statistics rather than managing the game. So, um, I kind of see this as a growing moment for both the manager and the player, in, in my opinion, where, where you know the manager continues to assert his growth. The player's got to learn from it. You rebound and you grow. And, and if, if that's all it is, that's all it should be. But I think what he did is made sure everybody in the organization took notice of what the expectations are. And, and in the end, people should be fine with that. Curbs. You know, it's it's interesting. You go back to uh, twenty, and we know you got to you got to leave at uh, four thirty here, so we'll make this the final one. But going back to twenty nineteen, when Craig Ruby took over the Blues, he was very direct in if if he was going to move Alexander Steen to the the fourth line, he's very direct with that player, and the players responded. In, in you know they responded very well. Obviously, they wound up winning a Stanley Cup. What do you think? What do you think it is about Baruby that the players? not only respect him but they know right away that he's got he's got their best interest at heart well it, it really is i'm a fan of coaches anthony I've, you know really kind of started 
studying and learning coaches after uh, the Cardinals traded Otis Anderson to the Giants and Parcells made him a thousand yard rusher and a Super Bowl MVP, right? And I, I've really just been a fan of coaching ever since. And so I, I love coaching philosophies. The one thing I've seen with Baruby is he's just honest and he's fair. That's it. You know, like all the ups and downs of Jordan Cairo's kind of defensive play and even a couple of blowups on the bench. Have you ever really heard Craig Berube say anything truly negative about the guy publicly? No. You haven't. You've heard some honest assessments like, no, we need him to be better. We need him to make better decisions. But but it hasn't gone anything beyond that. And then even that last blowup that he and he and Cairo had on the bench in Nashville, talking the next day to Craig when he was asked by one of the national broadcasters, who did that game, you know, how, how does it impact? He goes, it doesn't impact anything. He goes, that's just the heat of the moment. He goes, no, we talk about what we're going to, I'm going to talk to him about what I expect in his play. We're not talking about that moment, you know, and, and he's just, again, just very fair and honest. And what he has said has happened. If he tells a player, I need you to be better or else he does it. And then the, or else is it is there. Uh, and, and he's been just bluntly there. So, and if you look at the younger players too, Anthony, there's not a younger player in this organization that's come up in the last four years that you can honestly say did not get a chance or did not get a fair shake. If anything, maybe take a Vince Dunn saying, well, maybe he could have been better. Yeah, but who was he going to unseat? Was he going to unseat Tory Krug? Was he going to unseat, uh, you know, Colton Pareko or, or Justin Falk or, or Nick Letty? No, he, he wasn't. Uh, and so it, it's not that the coach didn't give him opportunity. There may not have been room up in the lineup in certain situations, but He's been honest and he's been fair with them. And I'll tell you the other thing about Craig Berube, guys, is it, and, and I know you've been interviewing him now for a couple of years every week, Anthony. The guy doesn't change. No. You get into the playoff time with some teams, and, and I've seen it here. I've seen coaches and general managers, okay, now you can't walk this way. You can't walk in this aisle. You can't walk in, <laughs> in this corridor. I'm dead serious. No, uh, we're, we're going to start staying in hotels at home and all this other stuff. Craig Berube didn't change a beat, and, and he hasn't yet. And, and – Despite maybe feeling the stresses of missing the playoffs, still the same guy. The way he treats people, the way he's treating players, all that stuff still the same. And there's a, so I, I think that's been the biggest thing is is being a, a, and he also one more thing here. He also understands that how you deal with some of the younger players of today is different than maybe how he was dealt with as a young player, even how you dealt with a young player ten years ago. Things are very different. How they perceive things, how they get their information, the immediacy that they need, all these different things, and that's not. That, that's nothing more than, you know, the, the, the cultural change of, of young players and, and how they've grown up versus others, and, and he's adjusted to that. I think, you know, all in all, uh, I, I still think the Blues have one hell of a terrific coach here. No, damn right. Well said, Curbs. Hey, I know you got to go. Remind me the next time you and I speak, i got a story about Parcells for you. All right, that love a, it. You yeah, got it. That a former player told me one time. Curbs, looking forward to the call tonight. All right, you got it. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Thanks Michelle. Have a great day.